Welcome to Sound Advice with Phyllis Nichols. This podcast is for women and the men who love them who are determined to make a difference in the world. You'll hear from other women who followed their own path to success, who are willing to share what they've learned along the way. Be ready to laugh, learn, and be inspired. Who knows, your story could be next. Your host, Phyllis Nichols, will make sure you see the possibilities in your own life, and even better, give you proven strategies to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Hi, thanks for joining us on the Sound Advice Podcast today. I'm Phyllis Nichols, and with me I have a a friend and a, a wonderful colleague that I'd like to introduce to you. She is Terry Johnson. She's the president and founder of Keeping It Personal, a company passionate about better equipping working women who are driven and desire to grow and invest in themselves personally and professionally. She's an inspirational speaker, a sought-after personal growth expert, business development strategist. She's the leader of the Refined Community and Conference for Women and the author of the book Overcoming the Nevers. Her unique approach has helped transform the lives of her clients guiding and motivating them to achieve their most deeply desired goals. She's passionate about helping others, and she's an encourager and cheerleader to many. Terry lives a joy-filled life, deeply devoted to her husband and her two boys, and her relationship with God. She's a very busy woman, so I'm glad she's here with us today. Hey, Terry, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I think we all have full plates, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, but, which is what makes it kind of fun, right? So, and the Sound Advice Podcast, as you know, we, we like to share our advice. So I'd just like to start things off this morning by asking you, what is a piece of advice that you'd like to share with us that's just held you in, in good stead or something that's really been meaningful or helpful to you personally in your life? Yeah, so... I, I was in thinking about that, and there's there's several different things, but the one thing um, that has really been kind of a foundational piece, and and again, I I I am a woman of faith, so for me, that's my foundation, and so no matter what I'm going through or experiencing in my world, um, especially when it comes to adversity or a challenge or um, an obstacle or, you know, whether it's personally or professionally, um, I just say, look up, look up. And what that means is like, remember who you are and whose you are and, and just look up. So if my personal life, if I'm facing a challenge and I don't know what to do, I feel like I have somebody who created me that has a plan for me. And if I seek his wisdom and guidance for my life, then I'm better equipped to take my next step. Um, on my professional life, it's the same thing. If I'm, if I'm, um, you know, facing uh, at a crossroads or I'm thinking about what am I, what direction do I want to go in my business? How do I um, work with this particular client or on this project? How do I figure this out? Maybe I'm not getting the results I want. I can take a step back, I can look up, which to me is a form of surrender. Um, What that means is just inviting in um, just that power greater than me because I can't do it um, on my own strength. And it also is a reminder for me to try softer. And that's another like piece of advice that kind of goes hand in hand with that because 
And I talk with my clients about that all the time, about trying softer. Because so often we look around us and we see what everyone else is doing. And it's it's kind of that mentality of keeping up with the Joneses. And that's really not, I don't believe what we're called to do. I think we all have our own unique gifts and talents. And we need to stay in our swim lane. And if we can just surrender, look up, but then try softer, it seems like things just come to us when we're not trying so hard. Does that make sense? Well, it does make sense. I totally get what you're saying. And one of the things that I'd really like to talk about is that concept of trying softer. So I took that to mean a little bit, again, maybe not pushing so hard, not getting yourself to that point of uh, where you feel like you're sort of at a point of struggle as opposed to a point of effectiveness. Is is that what you meant? Is, does, that, does that sort of get to the just the bottom of what you were talking about or am I off off there no and I, and I think well and the cool part is we can interpret it however we want but yeah that's exactly what I'm talking about um do you ever feel like you're beating your head against a brick wall like you set out to do something and all of a sudden you're like why isn't this working and we, right. we're trying everything and sometimes we just need to try softer and and it's a form of surrender it's like okay you know what I give up not give up quit but I give up. I'm going to just, like, like loosen my grip on it. Think outside the box. For me, I pray, right? So, again, I bring my faith into that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what direction do I need to go? Who do I need to connect with? Maybe I need to collaborate with another person. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I need to just rest and, you know, give it a break. Maybe, you know, shift my focus onto something else. And so... Whatever that means at the time, but just the concept of trying softer gives us that space just to do that. And, and you know, I think life can get so rat race that we don't take a time to step back and just let it be and then regroup and move forward again. And maybe with a, a renewed spirit, with a new direction a new energy, whatever it is that um, that we gain during that time of trying softer or just reflecting. Does that make sense or does that answer your question? Yeah, totally. And I, I love how you put that. I do think that that's really good or sound advice because I do think sometimes, right, we know we're, we're, we're trying so hard or, you know, the focus becomes really narrow and, and focus is a good thing typically. But again, sometimes, you know, I loved your suggestions of just sometimes you just need to give it some time, sleep on it. Maybe you've just sort of gotten to the point where you just cannot see additional options. Or, you know, again, I also love the idea of, you know, just collaborating or maybe going to a trusted advisor or somebody for additional help. Because sometimes, you know, I know I do this and when I work with clients, you know, we can get really fixated or stuck on, a goal, which isn't a bad thing, but we can get really stuck sometimes that it has to happen in a certain way or in a specific method. And sometimes when we give ourselves that space, we can step back and see that we can still get where we want to be, but maybe we're going to do it in a slightly different way or in collaboration with someone else or, or just again, just in a different timeline, if we give ourselves a little bit of um, flex or a little bit of peace about that. So I, I think that's that's really helpful. And I think it's something that 
um, as a small business owner, or even if you know you're an artist or a writer or just somebody out there, um, even like job hunting right now, right? Sometimes you just need to take a step back and kind of evaluate what's working for you, and then um, seek some guidance, and then continue to move forward. Right. Well, and that and that's a really good point. Um, sometimes we need to take a step back and look back and see what's worked for us in the past. Because with all the new technology and all the new methods and ways of doing things, and there's so many um, things coming at us of different, um, like, outlets of, you know, whether it's marketing or different, like you said, like a job seeker even, like different ways to go about that. There's so many different options. If we can take a step back and look back and say, okay, what's worked in the past? Where and when have I been successful? Or where did I feel like I was making progress? Maybe I need to get back to some of those things and and just stay focused that way. So, and, and get less complicated. I, I totally agree, and I think that's great and helpful. And sometimes you mentioned earlier the, the word peace. You know, sometimes... A, a good signal to me and and to maybe some of our listeners is you know if if you're you can be working really hard and and sort of what I like to call fast and furious or what I call hustle mode right but if you don't have peace about it even in hustle mode like it's probably a good a a good chance maybe that things you're not kind of in the right space right so you can try and get to that place where you do have peace about what you're doing and moving forward. And I think for me, that's always been a good signal. Does it feel right? Do I feel like I'm in the right place? And it, that's a little bit hard to explain to other people, but I think we all know it when we feel it and we know it when we're not there too, right? When things really aren't kind of in that good spot for us. Yeah. And, um, and I think just, it will always serve us well to, to rest and, and just to take a step back, I don't think there's anything ever wrong with just put pumping the brakes a little bit to reevaluate. And um, so when it comes to what I originally said of just look up, that's really what it is. It's like taking that moment or moments, <laughs> it could be a several, mm-hmm. to, right. um, to like pump the brakes and, and, and just figure it out and and maybe you don't figure it out. Maybe you don't have it all figured out, but it allows you to get clarity. And I know for me, it's it's a lifesaver because <laughs> I'm a little ADD and I love I love to work. I've got a full life. You had mentioned that we all do, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, if we don't take that time to do that, I don't I don't think that um, that we maybe are always making the best next choice um, because we can get more reactive than proactive. And I think that's what looking up helps me do and continues to kind of be that like little refuge place, you know, for me. Right. No, I I think that's really important. And I like what you just touched on. Um, You know, you mentioned being proactive. Um, I like to call it being intentional. But, yeah, you have to, you know, get to a place where you're not just sort of so busy doing whatever that, you know, you're kind of that. I think sometimes, you know, that intention can get a little lost or maybe just muddled, right? It's there. But um, going back to that rest and reflection 
taking a moment and sometimes it can just be a moment right just getting up from your desk uh, walking around maybe getting some water walking outside for a minute whatever and coming back and sitting down and saying okay you know what what am I you know what's my real intention here what are we really working on um, I think all of those things are helpful in any kind of work environment and anything that you're working on right yeah, I think that serves us well. So I did want to ask you a little bit about the conference. Tell me a little bit about that. It's the Refine Conference. I read a little bit about it, but I'd like to know a little bit more. What's it like? What's it about? And what um, what prompted you to want to do that? Yeah, so, um, it, okay, so let me just back up for a second. Refine to me is an acronym, okay? So it's Renew, Encourage, Fulfill inspire, nurture, and equip. So when I use the word refine, um, to me, it means something. And so I, the refine conference, I put it on twice. Um, each time it's for women. Um, and I had about 150 women show up each time where I brought in speakers from all areas of our, our personal perspective, um, emotional, spiritual, health and wellness, financial, professional, and relationships. And it was a two-day event. But my, my deepest desire in everything that I do on a professional level and, and personal level too, obviously, is to just the, bless the socks off of every single person that I have the opportunity to connect with. And so the, the Refine Conference, initially when I started it, it became um, something that I didn't know how often I was going to do it. And I've done it twice now. So um, but my goal was to bring women together for them to come as they are, no matter where they're at in life, to take their next steps of purpose by going through the Refine Conference and experience. And since then, um, I took that concept of Refine and um, because I wasn't, I didn't do the conference last year. I did it in, well, when I say last year, I, I did it in 2012. I did it in 2014. Um, potentially I'll do it again in 2016. So it's not something I'm doing every year, but I have a community called Refine, which is really my group coaching program for my clients. And so I've been able to just kind of take that one step further and get connected more. But again, with that same concept of the goal is that the, the, the community or my group coaching program allows my clients to walk away or take their next steps with purpose because they're renewed, encouraged, fulfilled, inspired, nurtured, and equipped to do that through what I offer. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. So that's Um, kind of the the concept behind Refine. And and then I do a two-day as well. So I do what I call the Refine two-day where I bring – just professional businesswomen, um, owners, entrepreneurs, people and women in sales who um, want to um, work on gaining life balance, discovering, you know, who they are, what the hats are that they wear, how they want to show up in all the hats that they wear, mapping that out, and just so that they can bust through overwhelm. And then um, the second day of that two-day event, we we just map it out and put it into our business, and so um, so that we can move forward and put money in our pocket and grow our business and, and achieve the goals that we want to um, in our business life too. So, 
Okay, great. No, that sounds awesome. And so Refine really has become a a framework, if you will, for yeah. for your process and for helping the women who come through your services. Now, I, I would imagine that people leave feeling really equipped, very, you know, and ready to roll, which would be a, a great feeling. But if there's somebody listening to the podcast today and you know, they're in that space of either feeling a little bit of overwhelm or, or maybe they're just really excited about the future. They're ready to go and they have lots of things that they'd like to get to, to do. They'd like to be able to, to get to get rolling. You know, they're in that place of um, excitement and renewal and we're ready to go. What piece of advice today would you give to somebody who's, you know, really ready to take a next big step and maybe they're looking for a little bit of either courage and or encouragement. I think those two go together or, or just, you know, kind of they're in that place and they're, they, they're listening to us talking about um, these great concepts and what advice would you give them to do if they're looking to take that next step right away? Yeah. So one of the key things that I think is important and what has really helped me um, move forward personally and professionally in a really big way is understanding all of my hats that I wear and who I want to be in each of those hats. So for example, um, when, when I'm a wife, I want to I want to clearly define my goal and who I want to be in my wife hat. So I'm mindful of how I show up in that hat and how I treat my husband and what I want um you know to to the character that comes along with that who I want to be in that hat. Same with as a mom and a friend as a business owner, as a marketer, um, as a somebody that don't, goes out and does networking with other people. So when I go to my networking events or meetings where I connect with other people on a professional level, who do I want to show up as in that space? And if I can, if we can have clearly defined goals of who we want to be in every hat that we wear, it's amazing how. Um, you talked about the word intentional, right? It's amazing how when we know who we are and how we want to be, how things start to change around us and come towards us and things that we wouldn't even have imagined. But when we're clear about who we are, it helps us define better where we're going, but it also brings the right responses and the right people into our world. And and that was a, a game changer for me. And I did that about four years ago, and I, I've i been teaching people that ever since. Like, that's one of the process that I take people through um, in my group coaching and in my two-day event, because if we um, don't know who we want to be, then we're just flying by the seat of our pants. So if you're excited and ready to go, and you've got this plan, but you don't know about all your hats and who you truly want to show up as, it might not be as sustainable as you'd like. And you might find yourself circling some same mountains that you do over and over again and not getting the results that you want. So I would suggest taking some inventory, looking at each hat that you wear, go back 30 days, identify who you've been, and sit down and say, okay, this is who I have been, or this is this is one of my hats. Who do I really want to be? So when I go to that event to grow my business and network with these women, how do I want to show up? Who am I? Does that make sense? Like, really identifying that. 
Right. No, that makes great sense. And I love that concept. In fact, I, um, I talked about that on another podcast and I think it's really helpful, um, especially that, you know, how, how do I show up? I think that the concept behind that, right. It's, it's not about being somebody who, it's not about being a different person or being, you know, affecting a different persona that's not you, but it's about, you know, your internal, your kind of your internal motivation and how you want to be in the space. And I think for a lot of people that is a little bit of a new concept, if they've not really addressed that before, I think it can be challenging because I think, I think for a lot of people it doesn't occur to them that they get to choose that, that they can decide that as a, an artist, for example, you know, I can show up at an event in this way and, uh, you know, define myself in this way. And it's very real for them. They're not being somebody that they're, you know, they're not pretending to be somebody different. They're just saying, you know, here's who I am and just really sort of, I think it's about owning it. And I think a lot of people just maybe haven't been through that thought process before. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing, too, that if you were to take inventory and look back over the last 30 days, you might even identify some hats that don't fit anymore. And I think that's the other key component of it, too, because, again, it goes back to opening up that space for us to, you know, be who we need to be. And so if I'm wearing a hat and I, I look back and I say, wow, like, let's just say I volunteer somewhere and I realize Mm -hmm. that every time I go and volunteer, I'm not the person I want to be. Like, I don't love it anymore. It's kind of like worn itself out. I'm not passionate like I was when I started. It's taking way more out of me than I anticipated. That might be a hat that we need to ditch. Like, it might not serve us well anymore. And if we can do that, then, and we can, you know, just stand in that space and say, yeah, you know what? This one doesn't fit anymore. I've accepted it. I'm okay with that. But now, and if I get rid of that or walk away from it graciously, right, with integrity and whatever, then I can bring potentially something else in that will move me forward. And so it's it's kind of like that house cleaning. The other thing, um, especially when it comes to, like, developing our business and growing um, professionally is, like, I'll use the example of um, a networking event. When I go to a networking event, if I don't know what my goal or intent is from that event, I could walk away defeated. I could not want to put the time and energy in it. But if I can go and say, you know what, I know, like for me, my goal at any networking event, and I've identified this, is to first and foremost give and share. Like connect Mm -hmm. with people, show up authentically, it's not about me, it's about them ask engaging questions. If for some reason I get a great contact or somebody who wants more of what I have, awesome. That's icing on my cake. But I never go to a networking event expecting that, oh, I'm going to make five contacts, give all my business cards out, and I'm going to get business out of this. I never do that. I have in the past, and it never served me well. I wasn't able to be who I wanted to be when I was going in with that mindset. Because I was looking for that outcome. But now, when I go to serve and be a blessing and, and give first and see how I might be able to be a resource for somebody, it shifts it. And I have grown my business so much because my intention is so opposite and it's so, like, against the normal grain of what people do when they go to right. that it just, 
it's, it's served me so well and I love it. So again, and in relationships, if we're beating our head against the wall, let's just say we have a, a relationship with, um, like, I'm just going to talk about a, a, maybe a friend relationship. There, um, in my past, there was a friend that I had that every single time I would connect with her, I always left defeated. I always felt like she was trying to compete with me. And I always just like didn't even love the way our conversation went. I could never get in a word in advice or whatever. So when I started to kind of reevaluate in all my different hats and who I wanted to be as a friend, my mindset was more of I want to come again to serve and and um, be a friend than you know dominate. Then I was able to look at it from a different perspective and eliminate some of those people from my life that weren't serving me well in a really kind of loving way, <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's overall personally and professionally, just a really great exercise that anybody can do because it, it allows us to um, really just be authentic in every hat that we wear. So. Right. No, I, I think that's terrific. And I appreciate you sharing um, some specific examples. I think that's really helpful if that concept is new to somebody. Um, so thank you for doing that. And thank you for being on the podcast today. You've been great. You've given us some really good advice and some input. If people would like to be able to contact uh, Terry, you can reach her and get more information on her website, which is at keepingitpersonal.com. And also on the website, there'll be show notes with links um, and more information about Terry and how you can reach her. Terry, thank you for being with us. Until next time, I'll look forward to seeing what's new with you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Till next time, have fun, be you, and share your sound advice with the world. For more info and show notes, or to connect with Phyllis, go to soundadvicesales.com or on Facebook at Sound Advice Sales.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.